Yesterday I gave a schmooze to the Bochrim. Today I'm going to give you a different presentation for the Abrechim and try to direct it a little bit more towards the Chinuch of your children. You know, everybody over here, Baruch Hashem, are having children. Some of you have less children, some of you have more children depending on your age bracket. But you're all going into the business of Chinuch. So I think it's very important for you to uh, understand this point. Because when you look out into the world today and you see the challenges that young people are going through, the challenges of teenagers, the challenges of people that are under, you know, young 20s, whatever. Thank you. So you want to be able to prepare yourself to raise your children properly because they're going to face these challenges going forward. Obviously, your children have their own Bechira and they have to make their own decisions and you can't micromanage their lives. And even if you do the greatest job in Chinuch, not necessarily, are you going to be successful? We know that we have that Yeshayoah uh, Novi's daughter marries Cheskiyoa Melech and they gave that kid the Menashe, the best Chinuch that it's possible in Matthias and Lemaise Menashe became a, a terrible Russia. So the kid has his own Bechira, but we as parents have responsibility to do everything that in our hands to try to raise our children properly and part of that Hishtalus is Tefillah as well. If the Davin Fisiyat Nishmaid will be successful. But we need to do certain things. We need to implement certain things which are very, very important. So I want to talk about something because today we see kids are falling in the most terrible ways possible. Kids are coming from good homes. We know that they're dealing with technology issues, which a technology issue is not only the technology issue in itself. There's also something in the child that's making him be attached to the technology. Even though technology is an issue and it can get good, healthy kids as well. But if the child is not fully developed in a healthy way, and I'm going to try to talk about that, not healthy in a psychological way, but we're going to focus more on not healthy in a spiritual way. So if he's lacking something in his attachment to Torah and mitzvahs, and his enjoyment of Torah mitzvahs, then he's going to be more drawn to those things and be more attached to those things. And that's why there's something we need to talk about over here. Okay? So now, we have in the Messiah Sisharim, he says something which is fascinating, which is important for every single person to focus on. And unfortunately, it's not stressed enough. Messiah Sisharim says that a person was created, Hashem created a person in order to be native to the person. What's the hatava that Hashem does for him? That when he goes into Elam Abba, he's misanig al Hashem, he has pleasure from this attachment to Hashem, and he's nene meziv hashchina. That means that the gather of the enjoyment and the pleasure of Elam Abba is an attachment to the Shechina. That attachment is where the pleasure comes from. 
And therefore, it becomes a life mission to develop this attachment with the Rabbi Shalala, where he says, V'ani kivas elikim litoif, this is my whole life is learning and developing that attachment with Hashem. He speaks about it later on in different prokim about Dveikas by Hashem and quotes three psukim of the ending of, of Dveikas with Hashem. This attachment to the Rabbi is begins in this world and it's the source of pleasure the to the degree that we can feel it in this world comes from that attachment. And then the most intense part of it, which we have into its fullest and its complete state, is when one gets to Elam Habo, where the Das Tuna says over there, the attachment is the less Moineya Mafridu Ma'akev. There's nothing that stands in the way of the attachment between the Jewish persons and the Shama and the Rabbi And the only reason why we're able to have an attachment with Hashem in this world is because we do have a chelik elikai mimal, we have a neshama within us. And if we're able to access that neshama and be able to attach it to the Shekhinah, then we are able to feel the lesanik al Hashem already in this world. And that's a very important thing. It's not only a mitzvah, Dveikas Ba'ashem is not only a mitzvah. Dveikas Ba'ashem is a natural desire of your nefesh. The nefesh Adam needs the tainug of attachment. It needs it, and it yearns for it. In some sforum it says that the nefesh has a zikaron, it has a remembrance, because the nefesh was in Shemayim before it came down. And it felt... What it is to be, to some degree, maybe not on the level of after you come to this world, it may be on the level of but it felt what it means to be attached to Hashem, and the Nefesh Adam really remembers that. And being that it remembers it, it yearns for it again. So it's something that's naturally built into your reality, and it's a necessity of the person. And like I said yesterday over from Bissol Salanta that he explains that if you want to, obviously it's very hard to define a nefesh as a spiritual thing, but the koiches ha-nefesh, that's usually the way we relate to the nefesh, by understanding it's koiches ha-nefesh, how it operates, how it manifests itself. The only two koiches ha-nefesh that remains with the nefesh after the nefesh passes away from the body is oinig and tzad. Means Ganeidin is oinig, it feels pleasure, and Gehenim is tzah. All other the koiches anefesh that it has while it's in the body becomes buckle. That means the deepest core of the soul is to feel tiny. And if that's the deepest core of the soul, then that is a necessity that you need in this world. And yearning for it, and searching for it, and wanting it is the driving force that brings you to the place that gives it to you. And that's Dovok Bashem. Now, here's the problem. Your nefesh yearns it, wants it, seeks it, needs it, requires it. And then what happens? It's a horror comes along. And he says, you're, you're seeking the pleasure. You're seeking the lesanic. I'm going to tell you how to make lesanic. And therefore... 
the Yetzirah comes and brings you other Hanoah from Olam Hazer. And he says, this is, attach yourself to this, and this will give you the pleasure. And the most intense of all pleasures, which I don't want to go into a whole schmooze now to explain that, that's for the uncut version, for, for Misha. <laughs> right? The most intense pleasure of all that, which is mimicking the Dveikas is Arayas. And therefore, that's why an average normal Yid, a Jew, after he engages in those types of things, ends up having the greatest depression afterwards. He does a lot of Averas, but they don't give him that kind of depression. The depression that comes in the aftermath of that is extremely intense. And the reason for that is because the Yetzirah said, I'm going to give you the Dveikas of all Dveikas. And I'm going to give you the Tainug of all Tainug. But then the Nefesh says, feels that this is a fake version. So it's what we call in Hebrew, Hachzava. It was a letdown. It was scammed. And Mamela, it reaches a great place of depression. That's a whole schmooze in itself, not for now. But the point that we're trying to say is that the nefesh itself requires a, a, an attachment. And it's extremely important. That's a necessary thing for the nefesh. And when it feels that tainu ga'amiti, if it makes a kosher and proper attachment, then the nefesh is satisfied. Otherwise, it keeps searching and searching and searching. And it becomes a big, big problem when you keep searching Hanoz. It becomes an endless, bottomless pit, which the end of it ends with a lot of bad stuff that comes out from it. Depression, it, dopamine, it goes, that's a whole gantzazaki, going down a path that is not a pretty place to go. But this is, a, this is where the soul wants to go. It wants to have time, it wants to have attachment. That's a key thing. Now the psychologists talk about it more in a in a simple way that when you have children, you have to develop a very strong attachment with your children. And they speak about the purpose of that attachment, that the kid should feel safe, he should feel secure, he should be able to feel understood, he should feel taken care of, he should feel that his house is, is a stable home, he should feel that there's someone there to talk to him, there's someone there that's waiting for him when he gets home from school, that he's not just another redundant human being in the world, he's a very important person. This is the nurture that the parents have to give the kids, this attachment. Because the moment the kid doesn't have that attachment at home, there's something that's missing. He's yearning for a certain attachment, there's a lot of pain, there's a void over there. And Bimela, he tries to fill those voids with things that will give him pleasure. He mixes it up with pleasure, and then he ends up in all kinds of bad relationships. He may end up with drugs and alcohol and all kinds of bayot because he's lacking a healthy attachment at home. That's the world of psychology. But I'm talking now here on a Torah perspective. The Torah perspective, the way the Torah was built, the way Avodah Hashem was built, was that Avodah Hashem and Torah can't just be something you do. It is a method by which to be Dovok Hashem, Dveikas. It creates attachment. That means that when you learn, you have to be attached to your learning. When you're doing Avodah Hashem, it's creating the attachment, Dveikas with Hashem. Avas Hashem, Yiris Hashem, that's a Dveikas. You're being Dovok Hashem. And the Dovok Hashem is the thing that gives you the Tainuk. And Tainuk is something that you need. That's why you're daven when you say the brachas on, in, in, in Birchot Torah, you're saying, Baharev no Hashem lo Because that means there has to be a love over here. There has to be an attachment. 
The attachment has to bring that tainu. And if you don't have that tainu, then you're missing the lisanik al Hashem. All the other superficial attachments, even if they're healthy ones, it's not going to connect you to toiro mitzvahs. It may have a healthy house, you know, it may be a, a sane, healthy person, but you still don't have the attachment to, of lisanagal Hashem. And that's a big problem. Because kids grow up, they're religious, they go to yeshiva, that's what you're supposed to do, that's what you do. But we're finding today, in the reality, we're finding today that people have no attachment to Avodah Hashem. They feel far from the Rabbinic love. The Rabbinic love is like this distant thing that doesn't really have anything to do with them or their lives. They have no connection to it. And they don't feel any connection to learning or to spirituality or to Avodah Hashem. Nothing. It's not there. And we as parents have to be able to teach and know the method by which to develop an attachment for your child and avoid the I'm going to give you an idea, a novel idea. You know, when your kids get old enough, I don't know, maybe some of you have kids that are old enough. So your kid comes home with his parasha sheet. And in the parasha sheet, you know, the Rebbe wrote a Dvar Torah. And the kid says over the Dvar Torah, very nice, clap, clap, give him a candy and move on in life. But that's a problem because he's just reading from a paper what it cash and the terrorists, right? But if you want to teach your kid to have attachment to Torah, then you should ask your kid a question and see what he thinks. Let him have his own thoughts. You ask him the kasha. Say, what do you think? What's your, how would you approach this problem? And then when he has to use his brain, to think of something, even if it's a shvach pshat, but you tell them, listen, that's good thinking, maybe you can say like this, maybe, you know, engage your children in conversation that requires them, obviously according to age level, but engage your children in conversation that require them to think their own thoughts. And that is what attaches people to learning, to religion. It means something because you have a machshava. You have something to say, and you have a way now to learn how to think. Think. Thinking is the core attachment to Avodah Hashem. That's what we learned in the different speech we said over this idea that being Dovak Batayr means the Seichel Rabbi Miller says, we said over on Shavuot, Rabbi Miller says if he, in his terms, if you want to enjoy learning, this is what he says, but here's the longest, I'm giving you the longest. So if you want to enjoy learning, then go over the sugya, but don't go over just the steps of the Gemara Balpeh. The Gemara asked this, the Gemara gave that answer, the Gemara put a raya. Don't do that. That's not enough. You have to go over the seichel of the sugya. The Gemara in the Havamina had a thought like this. This was the thinking process of the Havamina. And then the Gemara gave a teretz, and the thinking process of the terrors changed, the Hanukkah changed from the Kasha to the terrors. Now you're training your brain to be able to connect with the Seichel of the Sugya, where the Seichel Ha'odom connects with the Seichel HaSugya, and now you have a Dvekas, because that's where the, that's where the sweetness is, your Dovak. 
You have people that sit and learn for a Seder, and they put their time in, but at the end of the day, when you ask them to give over the sugi, give it over shakla of a time. Just give it over shakla of a time. They're going to have, they, they can't do it. Say over something, but they, they can't do it. That means that it's not dovuk. Them and their learning is not dovuk. They're learning, but they're not dovuk to the sugi. Dvekis means when the seichel of the sugi is in your brain. So you have the, the, the thinking of the sugya. You understand the Rishonim them looking at this, they're looking at it like that. You have the seichel of the sugya. Then you are dovuk to your learning. If you have your own opinions, even if when you're young, your opinions may not be the sharpest opinions, but it's an opinion, and then you talk it out with somebody else. Opinion means that you have a dvekis to the You have people that have opinions in all kinds of things in this world, the things that are close to you, the things that you feel like you have a bias on it, and it's part of you, you have opinions. Maybe too many opinions. Maybe you think you're smarter than you actually are. But at least you have an opinion, you know? All of a sudden, when it comes to learning, you're like you're Mr. Humble, you know? I'll leave that to the rabbis, you know? To the market shit. Don't be so humble. Say an opinion. You're never afraid to say your opinion. Say your opinion. So you want to teach your kids also how to think. Think about Torah. Not be so routine. Say, what's shot we do this? Or what's shot in that? What would you think? What would you say? And the kid's going to think. Because you're going to put him to make him think. And maybe he'll say, But you build it up. And then you say, show him another way to look at it. You have to teach people how to be double. Without Dvekis, a person has no shaykhs to feeling what the nefesh needs to feel. It needs to feel the tainug and the connection. It's a needed thing. But if your children go through life and everything is just routine and schoolwork and what you have to know this information to pass a test. Sometimes I talk to young people, boys and girls, that come from religious homes, that went to religious yeshivas, and I think I'm talking to someone who's not religious. It, it means nothing. It means nothing. Zero. I'm like, where have you been for the last 20 years? Not there. That means there's, there's something wrong. There's no dvekis to the actual Torah. And then we want to know why there's issues. People are looking for relationships. Today, this is a pandemic. I don't want to talk about this publicly. Then Iran won't let me put this online. But there is a problem in the world today. There's a big problem. In the religious world, there's a problem. A lot of boys and a lot of girls are, are becoming friends from people. From yeshiva people. Yeshivas, they went to yeshivas. People uh, may not be as aware of it as some people, or maybe people try not to be aware of it, but the fact of the life is that it's there because their lives are empty. So if their lives are empty, and then they can fill that void of attachment and feeling good in this way, that's why they're looking for it. And they will swear to you I don't know if they're saying the truth, but they'll swear to you that it's not so much type-oriented, it's relationship-oriented. But it's for sure, it's for sure a point by many. 
That means that they are missing an attachment. They are missing an attachment and this is filling that void. So we need to have a very important way to give our kids a sipuk and a geschmack in avoidal. They have to attach to it. That's an emergency. So obviously it starts from the parents now. Because if you are not real about your avoider, you can't make the avoider real by them. You have to begin by you. You have to begin by you. I feel that Hashem made us all these nisyonis. I You don't know the cheshboinus of Hashem, but there is something that you see. That because of all these challenges, we are forced in the corner to become real. We have to stop being routine. We have to stop being mitzvah sanoshim because if we're mitzvah sanoshim we can't deal with the challenges. So the challenges are forcing us into the corner to become real people and to have real hashkafa and real understanding and real avoidah. It's something that takes time, obviously on each level. And we have to work on Vegas, but we have to begin it with our children at a young age, obviously, according to the level of the intellect, according to the child, don't start sitting your son down who's running around all day and say, you know, sit down here, let me start uh, working your brains out. You know, you make him crack. So you have to have seichel to hear the shoes, you know? That's what I heard from Rabbi Diamond. I think it was Rabbi Davis sat by the Chofetz Chaim for a week. He sat by him. Every day he gave a shmuz, it was an L, and every day he ended off the shmuz the same way. The unstigashura is the bottom line, madaf haben seichel. You gotta have seichel. So you obviously have to know how to apply it. I'm just giving you a lumdus, what to do. The lumdus, what to do is to try to develop with your children an attachment to Torah. Okay, we'll stop over here.